RadioInfluence.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Forking Around Town podcast. This is your host, Tracy. And today I have a different type of an episode for you guys. Um, Today happens to be my mother in heaven's birthday. And I'm sure you've heard me talk about it over the past year and a half from time to time. But I lost my mother very unexpectedly in October of 2019. It was nothing that I could have ever been prepared for. And it is something that I still struggle with to this day. I wanted to dedicate this episode to her. And as I was sort of sitting here thinking about my mom, I started thinking about so many wonderful memories I have of her. And most of them, of course, are food related. And what's even more special about this is that my children, who are ages 15 and 12, just left for Seattle. Now, this was very hard for me because I really wanted to go with them. They're actually visiting my dad who lives um, just outside of Seattle. Seattle is one of my favorite cities in the world. Also a favorite of my mother's. Um, She was actually, she was from Spokane, Washington, which is about four hours east of Seattle. And growing up in California, we would take family vacations up to Washington State all the time. And we would drive from San Jose and we would, we'd always stop in Oregon, um, spend some time in Portland. Then we would drive to Seattle and spend a few days there and then make our way over to Spokane. My dad would always drive with us and then he would fly back, of course, to go back to work. And then my brother and I would stay with my mom and my grandma in Spokane for sometimes up to a month. And then we would always drive back to California with my grandma. And those are the kind of memories that I cherish. And as a mother, I want my kids to be able to experience a lot of those things. Now, I really wanted to go with them to Seattle for many reasons. Um, Number one, I just wanted to spend time with them and my dad and stepmom and any other relatives I have up there. I wanted to show them some of my favorite places in Seattle, some of my favorite places to eat, Pike Place Market, all those great things. I mean, the Space Needle, I could go on and on. But I was not able to go on this trip for, you know, a number of reasons. Um, One of them is, I can't really say what it is, but I've been working for a national company since June. It is just a contract position. I'm hoping (laughs) that it will become full-time. And I have to say, this job that I have, it's only part-time and it's 100% remote. It is one of the greatest things to ever happen to me. And I am praying every single day that they will keep me on board full time. My contract ends September 1st. And I just knew that, of course, I could have gone to Seattle and worked remotely from there. But I just, I didn't want to jeopardize anything because I really have to think about the future with my kids. And this is the type of job that would just be the best thing to happen to us. And I know that trips will will soon follow in the future if I'm able to, you know, remain on board with them. But I was a little bit nervous to put my children on a plane, especially going that far. They fly to New Jersey often because their dad's mother lives there. So they go out to New Jersey once a year. And I'm really blessed they get to spend time and experience, you know, New Jersey, Atlantic City. They get to go to Philly and just kind of 
you know, experience the different culture and the different types of food. But to put them on a plane for six hours by themselves was really daunting to me. And just, I had so much anxiety over the last week and a half. I just couldn't imagine them being on a plane by themselves. And I struggled. And I have to say, Tampa International Airport, I love you so much. The experience that we had was just incredible. They were so helpful from the moment we got to the airport until they took off on their flight. Everyone there was just so sweet and kind, and I was very impressed with how they helped us with everything. They really put me at ease. But as I was sitting at the gate with my children and we were you know, waiting for them to board, I started to get really sad. I started to think about my mom and how she really wanted my kids to fly out to visit her, and we just never made it happen. And all of a sudden, tears just started just rolling down my cheek, and I started to cry. And I tried to hide it because I didn't want my kids to see me crying. I didn't want to upset them. So I did my best to hold it together. And when I had to walk my kids up to the gate so they could board the flight, as soon as they were on the plane, I lost it. And I sat there just... I just couldn't stop crying. It just was extremely difficult for me. And all I could think about was my mom. And I was just, I felt so many emotions. It was just crazy. So as I sat down waiting for the plane to take off, I looked up at the airplane that was still sitting there as people were boarding. And the most beautiful and vibrant rainbow was right in the sky. And suddenly it just put my mind at ease. And I felt that that was my mother. And I thought to myself, they're going to be just fine. She is with them for this entire flight. And I know they're going to have an incredible experience. Well, they made it safe and sound. And they are now with my dad and my stepmom. And they've been sending me pictures of all the food they're eating. And I'm incredibly jealous. And I can't wait to see their pictures and hear about their time in Seattle. You know, Seattle will always have a very special place in my heart. The last time I was in Seattle was in 2013. I was up there for a food conference and I got to do some incredible stuff when I was there. I was with um, several people from Tampa, a lot of um, influencers. We went to Chateau St. Michel Winery. We spent time at Pike Place. We walked just all around Seattle. I went to a really cool place called I think it was called the bathtub. (laughs) It was a gin bar that was very much like the 1920s. And we had some amazing cocktails. We ate and drank all over Seattle. I really enjoyed having an authentic Seattle dog. If you guys aren't familiar, a Seattle dog is a hot dog with cream cheese, mustard, and sauteed onions. And I have to say, I had one of those on a street corner just from a vendor. And it was one of the best hot dogs I've ever ever had in my life. And then, of course, I went to one of my other favorite places, which is called Biscuit Bitch. I had heard so much about Biscuit Bitch prior to my last trip to Seattle, and it was just definitely a place that I had to go check out. They're known for their incredible biscuit dishes. They have (laughs) some of the names of them are like Hot Bitch, Smokin' Bitch, 
just anything you can imagine. And they always have a line out the door. It's just one of those great places. Of course, um, Rachel's ginger beer is another one of my favorites. Now, when you think of ginger beer, we all know it goes in a Moscow mule. And there are some out on the market that you can buy at the local grocery store, which have different flavors. But Rachel's ginger beer is just an iconic spot in Seattle. And they do such a fantastic job. I had some crazy flavors like a beet flavored ginger beer and carrot. And of course, they have some fun cocktails as well. And you can't be in Seattle without going to Pike Place Market and watching the guys tossing the fish at each other and just the incredible seafood. Dungeness Crab is has always been a favorite, of course, living in the San Francisco Bay Area. I always got to indulge in that. But Beecher's Cheese is one of my favorite cheese companies in the world, and they have the best mac and cheese I have to say I've ever had. You can actually buy some to ship home with you and make it yourself. But one of the things I had at Beecher's was a Dungeness Crab grilled cheese sandwich. Outstanding, out of this world. I still think about it to this day. So now getting back to my mom, I started thinking about a lot of the different foods that she really enjoyed and stuff that I used to eat all the time growing up that she would cook for us. So both my parents loved food and wine. And of course, living in the San Francisco Bay Area, we were just extremely blessed. It, it's such a culinary mecca in, in the United States. And I got to, you know, experience so many different types of cuisine out there, whether it was authentic Mexican, your typical California cuisine, incredible seafood, of course, going to wine country and just experiencing that whole vibe up there and just, you know, bread, cheese, wine. Of course, when I was a child, I hated wine country, but as I got older, I really appreciated it. And I mean, I fell in love with it. I Who wouldn't love Napa Valley, right? But my mom, you know, now she would always cook dinner during the week. And my dad, who absolutely loves to cook, and he's somebody I have to thank for my love of food because he taught me at a very young age. My dad was actually in the restaurant industry from the time I was born until I was about seven or eight years old. So I literally grew up in restaurants. I used to go with him to work all the time. I would always be a part of, you know, the restaurant family it's just, I grew up in it. And of course I went on to work in hospitality for most of my life. But going back to, you know, my childhood, my mom always would be cooking dinner during the week. And I have to say comfort food was her thing. So, you know, whether it was like, she used to make this incredible lentil soup, she would do, you know, chicken in a bag with like chicken and veggies. Everything was, was very simple, but yet it was very nourishing. My dad was more of the gourmet cook. He would do things like stuffed rack of lamb and he would make his own pasta I mean, from a young age, I learned how to stuff ravioli. It was always a good time. But my mom, one of her absolute favorite things to eat was salmon. Now, salmon is one thing that I struggle with. I don't know what it is about salmon. I think it was because I ate it so much as a child. We had this grill out back. It was it was actually really nice looking back at it. My dad kind of had it built out custom but we were always eating salmon. And I got to the point where I just couldn't eat it anymore. And I would sit there and I would take my fork and I would pretend to eat it. And when my parents would, were not looking, I would stuff the salmon into my napkin and put it under my leg because I just couldn't eat salmon anymore. And over the years, 
I, I still felt the same way about it. And whenever I go to an event and salmon is served, it's the one thing that I just will not touch. And I feel so bad because I really need to give salmon another chance. I don't know what it is about salmon. Maybe it's just sometimes it has more of a fishy taste to it. Now I can eat salmon if it's like a teriyaki style or if it's smoked. If it's blackened and has a ton of seasoning on it, I'm okay with it. But it's one of those things that I always shy away from. And if you guys remember back during um, when the pandemic first started and I was doing a lot of my podcasts over the phone with different influencers across the country, I had the salmon queen, Gigi on. And she has really been an inspiration for me because of her love of salmon. I love watching her on Instagram and all her videos. She's hysterical, but I've never seen anyone who loves salmon as much as her. And I've always told myself one of these days, I'm going to go get some salmon and I'm going to try some of the different styles that she uses with her salmon dishes. But when I think of salmon, I always think of my mom and being that it is her birthday today, I am going to attempt a salmon dish. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I actually went and bought some. I am going to figure it out. We'll see how it turns out. I promise I'll share my salmon dish on social media, but we'll see how it goes. I, I'm i a little bit nervous. I don't know if I'm going to be able to eat it, but I want to try it for my mom because it was always her favorite dish. And if you guys have any recommendations on how I can learn to love salmon, feel free to message me on Instagram. You can always find me at Tracy Forks Around Town, or you can email me Tracy at ForkingAroundTown.com. I would love to hear it. I just, I don't know what it is. I have this crazy mental block with salmon and I immediately just shut down and I don't even want to try it. The other one thing that I always think of when I think of my mom is Chardonnay and crazy as it sounds, Okay, I love wine. I'm sure most people know that. I mean, I can drink an entire bottle of either champagne or Pinot Grigio or Pinot Noir by myself. I'm actually not drinking right now. I'll get into that in a second. But Chardonnay is another thing I struggle with. And sometimes I sit here and think, gosh, mom, what did I get from you as far as like my love of food? I think I really tend to be more kind of like my dad and I just love Italian food and wine. But Chardonnay... I just, I don't know what it is. It has to be a good Chardonnay. Let's just put it that way. There are some that I do like, like La Crema. I can't even think right now because I haven't had Chardonnay in such a long time, but I've always been more of a Pinot Grigio type of a girl when it comes to white wine or a nice Sauvignon Blanc. But my mother loved Chardonnay and I really wanted to enjoy a glass of Chardonnay with the salmon I'm going to attempt to make, but I am actually not drinking right now. So if you guys have been following me on social media, I kind of just made this decision to really get back on track with um, with health and fitness. And I am very excited to say that in just, let's see, 15 days, I am down almost 10 pounds. So during this time, I have been avoiding alcohol and sugar. And I've been working out um, five to six days a week. I've been doing a combination of running, weightlifting, boxing, a little bit of Pilates and yoga, just trying to mix it up to keep it, you know, so I don't get bored. Because I feel that when you start to get bored with your exercise routine, then you don't get excited to work out. And so far, 
I wake up every single day and I'm just excited to either go to the gym or go for a nice run. And I have to say, after you know a certain period of time, it starts to become a mindset and it's easier for you guys to stick to something. Now, if you guys remember back in, it was actually August 1st of 2019, I made a commitment to, it was actually with a group of friends, we were going to give up alcohol and it was only supposed to be for 30 days. Well, everyone lasted maybe four days, but I went all the way until Thanksgiving. And it was during this time that my mother actually passed away. And as hard as it was for me, I never once look to alcohol to soothe my pain. And I think it actually really helped me during that time because I wasn't getting into even more of a depression. And that's the thing about alcohol that I just have really had to kind of come to terms with. Um, you know, during COVID and just so many things, I found myself really looking to wine as kind of a band-aid for any of the emotions that I was going through. I had nights where I was just terrified about everything going on and, you know, missing my mom and scared about the future. And it was just so easy to pour a glass or two or three of wine and just sort of forget about everything for that moment. But you soon realize that that's not the way to do it. And you're actually making things worse. And of course, for me, slowly but surely, the weight started to kind of come back on. And I just finally looked at myself one day and I was I was really upset. And I said, you know what, Tracy, you're a lot better than this. And I'm, I'm very happy with my decision. Um, I'm not saying that I'm never going to have a drink again or a piece of cake or any type of dessert. But I'm pretty much keeping it as maybe once a month I will have a drink or splurge on a dessert. I'm trying to keep it where I'm eating extremely healthy throughout the week. I will have one cheat meal. And when I say cheat meal, I'm not going crazy. I've really noticed my appetite has been decreasing a lot. And so if I go sit down to eat a meal, I can only eat half and I'm good with that. So I stop eating when I'm full and I'm, I'm definitely eating carbs. Um, doing like kind of a keto diet has always worked well for me, but I don't want to be like that. I just want to enjoy food, but I really want to focus on exercise and just eating clean. And so far, this has probably been one of the best decisions I've ever made. So I'm looking forward to this new journey and hopefully a new job coming up soon. And we'll see how things go. Um, I will definitely be sharing on social media some of the adventures of my kids. I've taught them well on how to photograph food, so I can't wait to share some of their Seattle adventures with you guys. And um, again, I wanted to just really, you know, thank everybody for all of the support. I really appreciate a lot of you guys and just reaching out to me and giving me your feedback. Um, this was definitely kind of as I mentioned, a different episode, but I just wanted to share a little bit about kind of what I've been going through and just, you know, being that it's my mother's birthday. And I know that no matter how hard it is, she is always with me. And I know that things are always going to turn out to be okay. And we go through hard times in life, but the most important thing is just keep your head held high and just keep moving forward no matter what. Don't let these things affect you. It's okay to cry sometimes, but you have to always really try to be strong and just keep moving forward. So you guys, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. I know I will. Um, without my kids, I'm going to kind of spend some time alone. I might do some painting at my house, just get some things done while they're not around. 
and um, I look forward to their return. And again, thank you guys. Do not forget, a new episode comes out every Friday on RadioInfluence.com or wherever else you like to download your favorite podcasts. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. Ciao.